last week we learned the Gemara where Bruria was married to Reb Meir, and Reb Meir had a Pikursim who lived in the neighborhood who used to give him a hard time. And he used to be mispaleled that they should drop dead, the lame soup, they should die. And, uh, and Bruria said, that's not right, you should be mispaleled, they should be chazib b'tshuvim. Because the pastor said, Yitamu chatoim, chatoim velochotim. So he was mispalo and Bahadra Bachuva. His prayers were answered. His prayers were not answered that they should drop that they didn't die, but the prayers were answered that they should be Chazim Bachuva. It's interesting, there's such an idea to be mispalo. Everybody has Bechir Chapshis. What do you mean? I should daven that you should do Chuva. The Rabban Shalom is going to cause you to do Chuva. However, you understand it, but it says in the Gemara that there is such a concept. You can daven not only for yourself, you can daven for other people that you see in the Chumash, and you see also you can daven that the other person should be chayzeh b'tshuva, even though that depends on his b'chir v'chavshas. So that was the last agarita that, uh, that we did last week. So I said over the Nesivas, and the Nachlas Yaakov, he says, Itamu chatoim means sinners. Chotem and chatoim both means sinners. Chatoim means one who became a physical embodiment of sin. He does so much sin. Like Dover Amel says, Ani Tfilo. It means Ani Ish Tfilo. How do Ani Shalom, the Chiyad Abahem Alamochoma. Ani Shalom means Ani Ish Shalom. But he was so much of an Ish Shalom, he became a physical represent- representation or a physical embodiment of the idea of Shalom. Chiyad Abahem Alamochoma. He also, Chatoim, Itamu Chatoim means. The hardcore Chatoim who are like a Klicheret, not like a Klimatechus. The next more tells a story about the Apikoris, Hutsuduki, who raised an issue with Bruria, Rani Akorevaloy Yalodim. So the Bashab Shat is Kirabim B'nei Sheim Amem B'nei Bu'ulah, because the Akora will have children. That's what she says, Shvil the Sefer de Kro. But Afilo, the way the, the, way the Tzuduki, the way the Apikoris read Pshat, Rani Akora, that the Akara celebrate because loyalod, because she doesn't have children. Women usually cry when they don't have children. They're, they're upset. What do you mean she should celebrate? So he says, Rani Akara, that the Jewish people shall they all the bottom lekanim kavasaychul. So Rab Salvechik uh, gave a drasha on this gemara from all the manishim that he used to give every Tuesday night in Maria. There used to be a shul on the corner of uh, the 80th Street and Broadway. There was a, um, now it's a, a Gap store where they sell clothing. But years ago, it used to be, uh, that part of the store used to be uh, an office building that had different offices. So one flight up was the, um, was the uh, Maria Synagogue, Maria Shul. The Rabbi Salvechik uh, used to give Shurim there every Tuesday night. There were a few years, but he was the rabbi of Maria. He wasn't there every week. He would stay every couple of weeks. A yontif, he would be there. So he used to give a shir every Tuesday night. So, on, so from all the shirim that he gave all the years, this, this is one of the few that they put on the internet this year, this drasha, that uh, there was a, he thought that there was a period in time in Jewish history where there was a possibility, there was a potential of Judaism becoming the most popular religion in the world. So that's what we celebrate, Rani Akara Loyalod. They were happy about the fact that the Jewish religion did not become like Christianity because, so Rabbi Salvechik said, when he gives a shir in the yeshiva, he has 25 students, he gives a shir on a high level. When he gives a yard site to Russia, he has hundreds and hundreds of people come to listen. So he has to 
He has to go down a level. They're not going to understand him. He's going to give a shear the way he gives to the Talmudim. So he, has to, he has to lower the level of the shear. So we're happy about the fact that Judaism did not become the most popular religion because then it would have been watered down. So now that we're lo yaladah, because the Jewish people are a minority, and we don't have all the all the umasarlam, that's why the Jewish religion is not watered down. It's still on a higher level. That's the gist of the drasha that he gave. Then the Gemara has the Gemara comment, comments. I'm Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, There is such a midrash atar in the drashas. We have two dinim in the same pasuk. That's called a hekish. So we assume that there's a connection between the two. What if you have two psukim one next to the other? Do you treat that like a hekish also? They say, no, hekish is only two dinim in the same post. So he quotes the pasuk in Tehillim, smucham ladli oilam, asuyim b'yemes v'yosha. That's a mocker for this midah of smuchim. But we paskin la'loche in Yavam is davdala that we only darshan smuchim in Mishnah Torah, only in Chumash Devarim. And the Gemara there on davdala in Yavam gives two explanations why. So one of the explanations is a little unclear in the Gemara. It's on the side, on the bargain, they have that Rabbi Tzal, every uh, once in 30 blot Gemara, they have a comment from Rabbi Tzal Ranchburg. Rabbi Tzal Ranchburg was, a, was a, in the Bezna of the Nehri Bihude. He was younger than Nehri Bihude. So he, uh, so he, every so often they have a comment from him. So he has a comment, he quotes the, the Ravon, had a different girsa, slightly different girsa from what we have. And the Ravon's girsa is that Chumash Dvarim was, Moshe Rabbeinu was giving a Chazar Shia on Kola Tarakula before he died. He died on Zion Adar, and he started giving this long drasha on Rishchei Shvat. I think it says the beginning of the beginning of Shkodesh So he kept on talking and talking, and he was transmitting the whole Torah about Peh to the Tzibur. This is Pshat and the Psukim. The Nitziv has this Pshat and the Psukim based on the Gemara in the Dorim. I think it's Daflam and Ches. The Gemara says originally when the Rabbanon gave the Torah to Moshe Abenu, he gave him the right to keep it for his family only for his descendants. He gave him a ton to Moshe but he didn't have to share it with anybody else. And Moshe said, what are you talking about? He said, before, it always says he wasn't instructed to teach it. Moshe says, no, pilpulo shal Torah. He had to tell the people the bottom line, halacha lemaisu, what's the psak halacha in kids of Shulchan He wasn't mochif to tell him how he derived the din, how he, how, how he figured out that that's the psak halacha. So he had the right to reserve that for his family, but Moshe Abbein was a toy bayin, he was very kind-hearted, so he shared this with the whole Klal Yisrael. So then it seems wants to know where, at what point in his career did he share the Torah Shabbat Peh with Klal Yisrael. So he said, that's it. The last month, when he was about to die, starting from Rishchei Deshvat, he was telling, telling over all the Torah Shabbat Peh and explaining how he arrived at all of these dinim in the Torah Shabbat Peh. And then the Rosh told him, write it down in the same order that you gave this year, but write it down in the text that I'm going to tell you, not the way you said. So Moshe Abbeinu said over one din, and then by association that reminded him of another din, then the second din reminded him of a third din, third din reminded him of a fourth din. So Chumish Devarim, by its very nature, because it's Torah Shabbat Peh, and it's, he was reviewing everything, so each din led to the next din. So that's why only Chumish Devarim, that's how we passed we only darshan smuch in the Chumash Dvar. In the other Chumash, we don't darshan smuch. But that's, 
that's there is a pasuk smucha and lale asun yamis biyosha pasuk in tilim, but we only hold from smucha and mishnah Torah. So the Gemara has different comments over here. And the Gemara has towards the bottom, Chizkyo HaMelech got sick. And the Rabbani Shalom wanted uh, Yishaya Anabi should go visit him, the demon. <coughs> Each each one was standing on ceremonies before he took sick. Chizkyo um, was the melech and Yishai was the novice. So who has to be mechabed whom? If they want to meet, who should go visit whom? So Yishai and Avi felt, let the king come to me. I'm a novice. And Chizkyo and Melech felt, I'm the, I'm the king. Let the novice come to me. I think that's what the Ramam says. In public, the novice has to be mechabed the melech. But privately, when the Novi comes to visit the Melech, then the Melech has to stand up for the Novi. When no one else is there, but in public, the Novi has to be Mechavi the Melech. Anyway, so they had this, uh, each one didn't want to go visit the other one. Each one felt, let him come to visit me. It sounds strange. And then the Rebbe decided he's going to force Yishaya Novi, he's going to twist his arm. He's going to make him go visit Chizkiya Melech. So Chizkiya Melech took sick. And then the Rebbe said he should go be Mechavi so he went to be Mevakachel. So uh, usually when you Mevakachel, you say a tefillah, offer a prayer that the person should get better. In fact, the Ramon Shulchan Aruch and Hilchas Bikachelim and the third Chelik Yeridea quotes the Ramban on the Dorim that if one is Mevakachel and he doesn't offer a prayer that the Chelik should get better, he didn't do the maximum in his power to heal the Chelik. Bikachelim doesn't mean to visit the sick. Bikachelim means to heal the patient. So the Gemara tells there in the during Gemara tells a story. Rabbi Kiva had thousands and thousands of students. Apparently he took attendance. And he knew that someone was absent a couple of days in a row. Some people don't take attendance. They wouldn't even notice that anybody is <laughs> absent or not absent. So apparently... Um, Apparently, Rabbi Kiva took attendance. So he saw there was one student who was absent a couple of days. He said, where is Pliny? He said, he's sick in the dormitory. So he went and he swept the floor and he, cleaned, he washed his pajamas and he opened the window, he got fresh air and he changed the sheet on the bed and he went to the drugstore and he got some uh, medication. That's the mitzvah of B'gachonim. That's the mitzvah today when a person is sick. So he goes to the hospital, so the nurses wash the clothing, and the doctor prescribes the medication. So the only thing that's left for us to do, we're not doctors, we're not nurses, the only thing that's left is to cheer him up. When the patient is in a cheery mood, then he'll get better faster. So also included what he can, what he can do to help him get better is to offer a prayer. So the Ramban has arrived in the Gemara, if you don't offer a prayer that the Cholosh should get better, you haven't done the maximum in your power to be mevakachet, to heal the patient. So you're not yotzeh biki, you're not fulfilling mitzvah bikachet. As it's saying, the Gemara says, you shouldn't be mevakachet the first three hours of the day because the chola had a good night's rest. He was sleeping all night long. Today in the hospitals, you don't sleep at night, they keep awake all night long. But in the days of the Gemara, the chola sleeps all night long. So in the morning when you come be mevakachet, he's not going to look sick. He, he just woke up. He's going to look very healthy. So the Gemara says, and you won't offer a prayer. 
So you shouldn't be mabakhala the first hours, you won't offer a prayer. The Gemara says you shouldn't visit the chala the last three hours in a day. He's gonna look like he's half dead. And you also won't offer a prayer. You'll think that he's a Ghana. So you should only visit the chala in the middle six hours of the day. So so you won't offer a prayer. So the Ramban says you see from Gemara that if you don't offer a prayer, you're not You haven't done the maximum, that's in your power to that the chala should get better. Other things also like that. We have an obligation to hasten the coming of Mashiach. What can I, I don't control Mashiach. So the Raman writes in one in his Igeris Teiman, we have an obligation to You should bring the Melech Mashiach. That isn't our power. We speak to the one who's in charge. We offer a prayer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He should hasten the coming of Mashiach. Whenever there's something that we don't control and we have an obligation to do it, so how can you do it? I mean, you should offer a prayer. That's the Gemara. He must have mentioned that uh, they tell the story that once uh, Vavala Soloveitchik was uh, didn't feel well, so he was laying in bed. But somebody came to me and the guy wasn't Dudik, and he stayed there for he overstayed his uh, visit. So Vavala Soloveitchik kept on dropping hints that he should leave. That guy didn't get the hints. So he finally said a shtikel terus. He said he always wondered what's the minimum amount of time that you have to spend to be mevakachel. How many minutes do you have to spend? So the Gemara says you shouldn't be mevakachel the first three hours of the day. Shouldn't be mevakachel the last three hours of the day. So only left with uh, the middle six hours of the day. Then the Gemara makes a statement: Bikachel is afila meir pamim bayom, even a hundred times in a day. How can you figure out a hundred times in a day? You only have six hours. Six hours. How many minutes is six hours? Six times sixty is uh, three hundred sixty <coughs> minutes. So if you visit a hundred times in a day, so it's three point six. If you divide three hundred sixty by a hundred, it turns out that's three point six. So you see that you get to the mitzvah in three point six minutes. So the guy finally got the hint and he left. <laughs> yeah. So what happened over here? So usually in Mabakhaila, so you say we hope you'll feel better. We're going to offer a prayer. So Yeshaya Navi tells him, you're going to die. Instead of telling him, cheering him up, you're going to get a full shot. He tells him, you're going to die. So why am I going to die? Because he didn't fulfill Pirivirivya. So, because he didn't marry, didn't have any children. Pirivirivya is an important mitzvah. Like all the mitzvahs are important. So he said, I saw Biruch HaKodesh. Chazoy <coughs> Biruch HaKodesh. Five lines from the bottom of Yudam and Aleph. The Rabki Minoy Minin Deloy Malo. I saw the whole idea of Piru Rivia is to have children who will be religious, observant. I saw Baruch HaKadosh, my children will not be religious. So, who, who made this assumption that Piru Rivia is to have religious children? The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, the mitzvah Piru Rivia applied to all the nations in the world. So, the mitzvah is not to preserve the Jewish religion, to transmit Judaism to the next generation. It's Guru Vumilis Earth to populate the globe. But the Gemara says at the time of Matan Torah, the nature of the mitzvah changed. It only applies to the Jewish mitzvah, to, to the Jewish people. So Chizkiah Melech held that at that time, the mitzvah only applies to the Jewish people, so the whole nature of the mitzvah changed. Apparently the Barsham decided that, that the Maimon HaSinai, time of Matan Torah, that the world is sufficiently populated. We don't need more people. There's no more a need. Milus or it's Bichib And the nature of Purbarivia apparently is to transmit Yiddishkeit to the next generation. So that would make sense why the Rambam writes, the Gemara has in the end of Perak Abba Yabimta, you have the whole discussion 
Regarding the nature of the mitzvah, Puruvu, it's the first page in Ebenezer, Simen Aleph and Ebenezer, about Puruvu. So the Gemara has the whole discussion there. So the Gemara has a machleg sabiach and rishlokish. What if there was a non-Jew who was married, and he had children, and then he converts? If they had the children, then he converts. So we say, Gersh and his gar, kakot and shenoladom, pidin is not related to his children. And the brother can marry the sister, and the father can marry the daughter. It's only with the Rabbanon that they're not allowed to marry each other. So Rishlokish says, since it's a Gersh and his gar, kakot and shenoladom, so you're not Yodzei Perugaribi, they're not your children. Biologically, they're your children, but you're not related to them. And we don't pass them like Rishlokish. Rabbi Yechana disagrees. The Gemara says in Yavamis, but you only, whenever, whenever it's a dispute, Rabbi Yechana Rishlokish, they took a vote in the later generation that took a consensus. And uh, we always pass them like Rabbi Yechana, except for three cases, and this is not one of the three exceptions to the rule. So we pass them like Rabbi Yechana, in his guy, that is Yotze with those children. So the Ramam says, with his guy, who Bonavimo, if the children converted. So the Magamishna learns Pshat and the Rambam. The Ramam understood that you're only Yotze Piririvya with Jewish children, you're not Yotze with the Goyish children. So apparently the Ramam understood, like, uh, like Chizkyo Amalek, that the, according to the Magamishna's understanding of the Rambam, that the nature of the mitzvah after Matan Torah changed, no longer Milis Arts and Chibshua, nature of the mitzvah is to transmit Yiddishkeit to the next generation. So if the children are going, they didn't convert, the father is not Yitz. But then, but then the question is, is Chizkiyo HaMelech right or not? So Yeshaya Anobi tells them, Omalei, Bahari Kapshi Derachman Elomaloch. These are the secrets of the Rebbein Shalom, the Varim Kavushim secrets. My Demifkidesi Boiloch Lemevan. You're Mechayif to have children. Forget about your Ruach HaKodesh. Baruch is going to do what he wants to do. But he told you, you have to have children. And that's supposed to make us chashmah. So what did Yeshaya tell him? So one shot perhaps is that that's not the nature of Pirubirivya. doesn't mean to transmit Yiddishkeit to the next generation. It just means, like Kodimata, means to have children. That's what others interpret in the Rambam, not like the Magid Mishnah. The Beishmul and Ebenezer, the first page in Shulchan Aruch, Quotes uh, Marami Prague and others who say that um, that the Rambam meant to say even if the children convert, they say Gershon has got cut and shun all the time. The father converted away from the children, and the children converted away from the father. So there's a double cut and shun all the dummy. They're twice removed from each other. It used to be father and children. Then the father converted, then the children converted. So even though you said a double, a double kukot and shenol dami, he still yotze with the piruvirivi. But if only the father converted, also yotze piruvirivi. The mitzvah, the nature of the mitzvah didn't change. It doesn't have to do with transmitting Yiddishkeit to the next generation. That's one shot. Maybe that's what Yishai told him. Or others learn differently. Others, uh, if you look in the Anyankiv on this uh, page, the Anyankiv has mafarshim that you don't have in the back of the Gemara. And Yankee has a very interesting devotion. So some say that Chizkiyah um, Melech's Ruach HaKodesh was incomplete. True, his son, I think his son was Menashe, was an Rebbe Rabbi Dezor, but then the Gemara has a question, maybe he was Chizkiyah B'Tshuva before he died. So then it comes out that he had Benin de Malu. He saw Ruach HaKodesh going to have Benin de Lo Malu, children who will not be religious. Part of the time they were not religious, but then in the end of their life they were <coughs> religious. So that's one suggestion that Chizkiyot Melech Zvachakodesh was wasn't complete. 
And others interpret, is correct, that if you know for sure the children are not going to be religious, there's no mitzvah per berivya, but, but you're not allowed to pass Kanshalas based on Ruach HaKodesh. Is that true? Is that not? You're not allowed to pass Kanshalas based on Ruach HaKodesh? That's a question. There's a Chuvas Ramah where the Ramah says not so. The Ramah says you can't pass Kanshalas based on Ruach HaKodesh, and he quotes the Pasuk from when, when um, I think, Vahir well, Rabbaretz, when Avram Avinu first came to Eretz, there was a famine. There was a famine. So he went to Mitzrayim. So he realized that Sora is a very good-looking woman. And he's afraid they're going to kill me. And Para will take his wife. So he said, And so on. So, um, so I think the Rabbani Shalom appears, it was that by Avrama, by Yitzchak, I forgot about it. Maybe it's by Yitzchak. When Abimelech Malak Rod took Rivka, one of the two, so Kodesh Bochu appears to either to Parah Melech Mitzrayim, maybe it's Abimelech, I forgot already. He said, Hoshabesh Shayish Kinobihu, Vis Palel Batcho Bechye. So what does that mean, Hoshabesh Shayish Kinobihu? So the Ramoah and his Chuba writes, he's a Novi, so he knows Baruch HaKodesh that she wasn't Zinsa, so he's going to take back his wife. And he assumes that it's okay to pass Kanshailas. The Akronim quote is Chuvas It's okay to pass Kanshailas, being Mavara, the facts of the case, based on Ruach HaKodesh. But the, those are the three ways to read the Maskana. Shaya Novi tells Chizkiyah Melech that his Cheshben is wrong. So why was it wrong? So the one shot is we used to have Rabbi here in the Yishi, Rabbi Nisan Alpert. He learned by Moshe Feinstein for many years. So he, I think, printed it Vatur, if I'm not saying, I think printed it Vatur Shaila Lochalamaisa under the communists. And Baderach Hateva was impossible to raise your children as an observant Jew. They'd put you in prison. Some people uh, got away with it, but most of them, they would kill you, they'd put you in prison. It would be impossible. So is there a mitzvah to give birth to children? If you know that Baderach Hateva, there's no way, there's no way that, uh, not Baruch HaKodesh, Baderach Hateva, there's until communism collapsed. But no one was predicting that it was going to collapse. No one knew when it was going to collapse. So it was a shayla, is there a mitzvah, a pirurivya? So if the nature of the mitzvah is to transmit Yiddishkeit to the next generation, so the Hateva doesn't look like you're going to succeed. So you, know, you don't gain anything by having children. They have in the collection of letters from Abchaim Berlin, the alumni of Chaim Berlin Yeshiva wanted to do something in memory of Abchaim Berlin. The yeshiva had nothing to do with Abchaim Berlin. Abchaim Berlin was the son of the Nitzit from his first wife. Rameer Barilan was the son of the Nitzit from his second wife. And there was a big age gap between them, maybe 40, 50 years in between the two. So, um, so Abchaim Berlin was a Tamachachem. And, uh, and he was the rabbi in Moscow for uh, quite a few years. And then... Before the Nitzir passed away, he wanted to appoint his son, Rabchaim Malin, as the Rosh Hashiva in Valozhin. So he left uh, Moscow and he came to Valozhin. The students were very upset because they felt there was a chutzpah. How can he appoint his son? Rabchaim Soloveitchik was there. Rabchaim Soloveitchik was the Rosh Hashiva. How did he compare to Rabchaim Soloveitchik? But the Nitzir meant his son, Rabchaim Malin, knew all the wealthy Balabatim in Moscow. So the Rosh Hashiva's job is to raise money. Chaim Salvechik, they're not going to raise any money. 
he's going to say shiur. He's not going to be a fundraiser. So they gave, uh, so when Chaim Berlin came to the yeshiva, he started giving shiurim and the yeshiva, and the students were harassing him so much he couldn't take it, so he left. And he couldn't go to back to Moscow, that was out of the question. So he moved to Yerushalayim. So when he passed away, within a year, they found the yeshiva Chaim Berlin. So they named it after him. Like over here, yeshiva Sabitz Kohanan. And nothing to do. Within the year after Yerushalayim passed away in, in Kovna, they found this yeshiva, so the, the Balabatama gave the nickels and the dimes and the quarters to found the yeshiva at that time. They were all respected the Rabitz Kohana, so they named it after him. So uh, years ago, years ago, uh, alumni from Chaim Berlin wanted to be Mechaber by Chaim Berlin, so they put out a collection of letters that they got their hands on from Chaim Berlin. Then they wrote in the introduction, whoever knows of any other letters, you please let us know, and we'll be happy to print them. So years later, they printed another volume. They have, I think, two or three volumes, many more letters than they thought originally. So one of the letters he has, they were living under the communists in Russia there, so it was so difficult to have... Uh, Children who would be observant. All of the Gdolim had children who were, who were not observant. So Abraham uh, Berlin recommends to someone, he asks him, should I marry this girl or that girl? So he tells him, marry this one. He's in a better chance of having religious children. Then he says, don't try to have a big family. Just have one son and one daughter and that's all. Don't look for trouble and don't, and don't uh, try to be machmer on anything. He says, don't, don't be machmer. That's in the same letter he writes. If a woman stretches out her hand, her hand to shake hand, shake a hand. Don't do any chumras, make a red din, it's mutter. People don't believe that it says it. So it's printed. Chaim Bolin Yeshiva. Printed. So the letters from Chaim Bolin. And then he says, uh, the Gemara says you shouldn't talk to women in public because they may not realize that that's your, your daughter, that's your sister. He said, don't be machma for that. They make fun of us as it is. They're making fun of all the religious Jews. Don't give more things to make fun of. It were difficult times. Anyway, so these are the different ways how to read the Gemara. What exactly was wrong with uh, Fiskia Melech's Cheshben? Uh, so he had, uh, he was Chazabetshuva, and he had children, and then he, many years were added on to his life. The Gemara says he had a tradition, Afila Cherev Chadim Menachaslo Al Zavar, the last line on Yudim and Aleph. There's a tradition from David HaMelech. Kach mekoblanim et beis aviyab. He has a tradition of David HaMelech. Hafil acherib chadim menachas al tzavor shaladim. Al yim na'atz memin ha'arachmi. Means you're allowed to be mispala for a miracle. No, that you're not allowed to daven. That the Mishnah says you're not allowed to ask for a miracle. Means you ask your Bashlam, have Rahman a Sunday. But you're not allowed to ask specifically for a miracle. Whatever Achmanis means, everybody Shalom knows what it means. I told all over the story about Bchatzka Levenstein that uh, the first time uh, I, I was, uh, we were married a few years, but we didn't have any children, so we decided to visit Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara said that sometimes you don't have any children because of in because you live in Chutzlords. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Avraham, "Lech lochem yartzchom, eladatocha gor Eretzav, eschal egoigolod." There you'll have children. In Chutzlords, you won't have children. So the Gemara says sometimes. If you were living, if you were married for 10 years and you didn't have any children, then the Gemara says you should divorce your wife and marry someone else. But if you lived in Chutzlord, maybe it's because of in Chutzlord's garment. So the Gemara says, move to Eretz Yisrael. So we went to Eretz Yisrael, and then my wife had nine children after that. Hmm. So, the, uh, so I remember we, uh, we spent the week in Bnei Brak, 
And I remember one day they were saying Tehillim after Mincha because one of the, I think one of the people in the Kerl was sick. So Abchatzka Levenstein was an old, old man. He was at least over 90 when I saw him. He was uh, very short, could be. He used to be tall, but when I saw him, he was extremely short. And he was standing next to Abshmor Razovsky, who was tall and handsome and uh, straight. So, um, so everybody sees that Abchatzkal wasn't saying to him. And Abshmor Razovsky leaned over and he carried on some kind of a conversation with him. And then he said, okay, then he's going to say to him. So afterwards, they asked Abshmor Razovsky, what was the whole conversation about? So he said, the Mashgiach, Rabbi Chatzkel, didn't want to say Tilim. He says, the man has cancer. What are you davening? He should get better. But he's going to die. What are you asking for a ness? So Shmuel Rozovsky told him, no, the doctor said he has the same degree cancer as so-and-so. And so-and-so survived. So they have a treatment for that kind of cancer. So we ask him, so the Mashgiach said, okay, then he's going to say Tilim. But as I say, not allowed to ask for a miracle. It says in Shulchan Aruch and Hilchas Birchas Hamosin that on Hanukkah, if you forget to say Al Anisim, reciting Al Anisim and Hanukkah and Benching is only a minute. The Gemara says, You're not Mukhuyav Mikredin. The Sugi of Hanukkah in Perak Bamimadlikan says, You're not Mukhuyav. Maybe on Purim it is Medina, but on Hanukkah is no Chiyav Sudan Hanukkah. Purim there's a Chiyav Mishta Visimcha. Magar Avram has one opinion that if you don't <coughs> bench and you forget Al Anisim, you're not Yotzeh the Suda, you have to eat, a, you have to eat another Suda, you have to bench again. Make sure you say Al-Anisim al-Hanukkah, reciting Al-Anisim and benching is only a minig. So the Shulchan Aruch says, for sure you don't have to repeat the Birch HaSambos and Al-Hanukkah if you got to say Al-Anisim. But the minig is that we say a lot of Harachmans at the end. So the Ramah says, one should say Rachman, Yasun Al-Anisim in the floors, Kishem Shalsislav Seinu, Bayama Mahim Azmana said, then you say, B'meim Matusyo Ben Yerchanan. So the Shari Tshuva next to the Behetev there on Hilchaz Bechsamoz and quotes from earlier Achreinim. How can you ask for Nisim? The Gemara says you're not allowed to ask for how Yachman Yasalon and Nisim in the floors. You're not permitted to ask for Nisim. So he quotes from I think the Panameiras or somebody quotes from one of the earlier Achreinim that there are three Klolim that to ask for Nisim that's always permissible. And to ask for Nisim on behalf of Klolisos also permissible. Klolisos Lamalim Anatem. So that you allowed to ask. Or to ask for a nice nigla on behalf of unusual tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Embrio Yibra Hashem, when he had the fight with Adas Koirach. So Rashi quotes from the Gemara, Embrio, when the Rabbanshan created the world in Shesh Mebreshis, he made Piha Oretz to swallow up Koirach. So he said, Embrio, if this is where the Rabbanshan made the Piha Oretz, and Arab Shabbos Bein Hashmashas, the Mishnah Pirkei Ova says, the Rav Hashem created all of the Nisim that are going to happen later. He created it in Arab Shabbos Bein Hashmashas. In Bria, so let it open up. And if not, Yivra Hashem. He asked the Rav Hashem, make a nice nigla, should open up now. So what right did they have to ask for a miracle? So the Rav Hashem said, because Masha Ben Hashokal Keneged Kuali Sol, Shokal Keneged Shishim Riboy, not every time a Chochem is Shokal. We had the Gemara that... Uh, the fellow was a wise guy. He said, when I saw the two Talmud HaChachamim, I said, Baruch HaChamarazim, because I considered you equivalent to the Shishim Rebbe. And said, that was a chutzman in his part, and he died. It wasn't right. But Moshe Abena was shokul connected Shishim Rebbe. So he had the right to pray for Nisim. And, and there's a Perik in Tainus, Pirka the Hasidi, they call it, the Perik about the different Tanoim and Amaraim. Each one 
asked HaKadosh Baruch Hu to make a miracle for him, and Rabbi Shalom made the miracle. So you see, unusual tzaddikim are permitted to ask for a nice nigla also. So this Gemara probably, Afil HaKarev Chadam Anachas Al Tzavaroi, Ayim Na'adam Atzmam Menarachmim, you shouldn't ask, please do this nest for me. That you're not allowed to ask. You should ask, please have Rachmanis, whatever, whatever the Rachmanis means. A lot of times someone is mamish, uh, more than half dead, and they call up, we should all say, till him. What are you saying, till him? The guy's half dead. But Derech HaTevi doesn't stand the chance of getting better. You can pray to the Bosham, should have Rachmanis on him. He should die in peace. He shouldn't have to suffer too much. Say, so he should have Rachmanis, but he can't ask for a full shlema. That you're not allowed to. Maybe, maybe the Rachmanis will be there. Rabbanshalom will give him a refuah But you're not allowed to ask for that. You can ask how Rachmanis. What did Chizkiyah Melech do? He, when he davened Tarkarish Baruch, he should lengthen his. Uh, he should extend his life. He shouldn't die. So he said, he brought me, Zechor lo eis ha-shir salachte lefanecha ba-emes v'leib shalem ha-toy b'enecho ha-sisi. What did he do ha-toy b'enecho ha-sisi? So the Gemara has different suggestions. One is gonna say for refuas. What is that gonna say for refuas? Rashi says, G'day she'ivakshu rachmim. It's not right that people always go to doctors and they forget about the Rebbeinu Shalom. They should offer tefillas. That's what we had the Gemara. And the last parak says, when a person goes in for ha-kozas dam, person is taking any medication, she really offered whenever you take me, whenever you have any medical procedure done, you're taking any medicine, she really offered tefillah that it should work. One of the things that um, that Chizkiah did when his father died, he was Mavaza. He was Mavaza the father. The father was a, was a Russia. So that's a question. There's a machlik, is the Ramam in the tour, whether there's the mitzvah of Kibrav, if of Russia. The Ramam says the mitzvah of Kibrav even applies if the father's a Russia in the tour. So how can he say that? It's against the Gemara, the first staff in Azel Neshech. Towards the end of Bava Mitzia, when you have Perikas and Nash. First, Abdigmar says that there's no din of Kibrav uh, if Avi Rosh, it's against the Rambam. So some say the Rambam Paskin, that's one Gemara. There's a different Gemara that uh, seems to contradict it. So the Rambam Paskin is like the other Gemara. That's how the Yorsamir has. The Rambam Paskin like another Gemara against it. And others, the Marsham quotes from his brother, a different Territz that uh, there's an issue whether you, uh, there's a din of Kavan HaMelech. Son, Tosim Alech HaMelech. The Gemara says, why does it say, Tom Tosim Alech HaMelech? You have to have extreme respect for the king. And Eliyahu Navi, it says, Vaishani says, Mosna Eliyahu Navi was Mechabed Achav HaRosha. Achav HaRosha was an Abed Abed Azar. He forced everybody to worship Abed Azar. And still Eliyahu Navi was Mechabed. He was Mechabed he was not Mechabedin because he was afraid of Sakonis, the person going to kill him. No. You have to be Mechabedin Melech. You have to always have a Mispal B'Shalom Shalmalchus. If you don't have a government, it's going to be anarchy. It's going to, the whole world is going to collapse. You have to have a government. Even if the government is a Russia, you have to have a government. Does Kavod Malchus include speaking positively or 
Does it include that you have to mention his name? No, but to speak about him, not say lush and hard about him, not say not very nice things about him. You say, like, you can't say the president, I don't want the president, he's stupid, you know, he's senile. I'm just, I'm not kidding. If it'll lead to anarchy, then it's no good. In America, everybody's entitled to an opinion. I used to learn in the summertime, I used to learn with uh, big ma- uh, one of the world's biggest mathematicians, Professor Kajdan. He got something like the Nobel Award in mathematics. He's a big, one of the biggest mathematicians. They told him when he goes to, they have international conferences of all the mathematicians. So he goes to these conferences, Houston, now he's not well. He used to go to the conference, they say, go, on, go up to a person, say, what have you been working on lately? So he tells him, he says, so what do you come up with? So he tells him, so what took the other guy five years to figure out, he tells him, he picks it up in two minutes, and he goes to the next guy, what are you working on? Goes to each one. At the end of the conference, he's up to date on everybody. He's such a super genius. Hmm. So I remember he was once telling me, he can't speak English, he can't, he can't read Hebrew. He can't pronounce, when he gets on Aliyah, he can't pronounce the words. But when we were learning together, we couldn't figure something out. So over lunch break, he would read a long or samach that was five pages. He would tell me in two minutes what it says. He could read it in his mind, but he couldn't pronounce Hebrew. So he told me in his broken English, he said, in Russia, there's no such thing as conservative or uh, reform. You're not entitled to an opinion on anything. Period. In America, everybody's, everybody has one vote. You don't know who's running. You don't know what they stand for. And your vote counts the same as the guy who knows inside out, everything upside down. He's in all the politics. Your vote counts just the same as the other guy. But in Russia, they let you know you're not entitled to an opinion on anything. So no such thing as reform and conservative Jews. Yeah. In America, that's it. Everybody's entitled to an opinion. So this is a shot. How come he was Mavaza the father? He felt the father needed a kapar. The Gemara says, if there's a bizoyan doing the funeral, then that'll help the kapar. So he wanted to be Mavaza the father because he was a Russian. So what happened to the... According to the Ramam, there's a dinner kibarav even if Avi Russia. And Kweira Melech, Kweira Melech also there's a din. Even if the Melech is Russia, that Eliyahu uh, Nami says, Vaishana says Muslim, he would run in front of Alisha, run in front of um, Achov HaRasha, who was Zorbid Abedazar. He forced everybody to worship Abedazar. So he quotes, so the Marsham quotes his brother, uh, who said, that there's a passage in Yerushalmi that a Melech Russia during his lifetime, you have to be mechabed him, because you're not mechabed the Melech. Some tells Melech, Melech, Alecha. Eimosa means extreme covet, more than covet, Eima. Like in Beis Amigdash, we said, when we learned the Gemara, Omar Rabbi Ki Beiso, the end of the Mesichta. So there's a dinner, Kvod Beis Haknesses and Moira Hamigdash. Moira Hamigdash means covet square. A deeper degree of covet. So Melech is a din of extreme din of covet. So even though the Rishonim says, even though while the Melech is alive, you have to show him extreme covet, because otherwise 
uh, is going to be anarchy, but after he dies, you're not mechayiv to me mechabinim anymore. It's not that while he's alive, you're afraid he may kill you. Pikoch nefesh is doichem. That's not why. When he's alive, then he represents a malchus, and you need a malchus. Without a malchus, the whole world is going to collapse. You have to have a government. But after he dies, you're not mechayiv. So that's what over here. So the so the marsham suggests that maybe the same is true in the Rambam. We we go out and keep it up. That's what he quotes his brother said that. Maybe the same is true with that Gemara in the first half in Ezel Neshech that it says if the uh, if the fathers are Russia, there's no dina keep it up. That Gemara is talking lachamisa. Gemara tells a story. My father made a fortune of money by lending beribis to other Jews, which you're not allowed to do. And then, and then the Gemara says, if my father would still be alive and he's interested in Mechazah so Ribis could suit the Yotzah the best will force him to give back the Ribis, but the father died. So the Gemara says, if he got money, he got checks, and he put the checks in the bank, the Yorshem Anat Mechayiv, the Gemara says, L'didei Azrachmana, L'breyu L'azrachmana, this din, you have to give back the ribs kitsutsa. Means if you give back the ribs kitsutsa. So the Gemara says that's a din shulchanach. Nobody disagrees. The diday azrachmana only the malva has the to give it back. Once the malva dies and the money went be to the children, children are not mechayiv to give it back. But if the father left the dava hamesuyam, let's say the father got the Persian rug uh, as ribs, or he got the candelabra, he got some physical thing, and then the children are going to use it, so then it's going to remind us of the fact, oh, this is what his father got, Beribis, so it's going to be designed to the father. So Gemara says, if the father was Chayza before he died, usually Chayza on a monetary issue doesn't help unless you give back the money. In America, you can steal millions of dollars, they'll put you in prison, and after 10 years, when they release you, You'll be a multimillionaire because you stole all the money. They're not mechayiv you. They're not mechayiv you to give back the money. I don't understand how come, but uh, that's what a lot of people do. They steal a fortune of money. They sit in prison a couple of years. Then they then they live on the rest of the money for the rest of their lives. So the Gemara said, "There's no such thing. If a person wants to do tshuva, can't just clap al chet. You don't begin to get a kapur unless you give back all of the money that you stole." So the Gemara says, if the father was Chayzeh B'tshuva and he never gave back the money, so the Gemara said, what kind of baloney is not Chayzeh B'tshuva? The Gemara says, no, he wanted to give back the money, he was beginning to prepare to give back money, then he died suddenly, he didn't have a chance to, to give it back. So then there is a din of Kibirav. If the father did Tshuva, there is a din. But if the father didn't do Tshuva and he died, then there's no din of Kibirav. Lachamisa, just like the Rishalmi says, by Melech. Why is Chizkiah Melech was Mivaz, his father would have to be in a Kvayda Melech? So the answer is the father was a Russia, Rashi says. But a Melech Russia also there's a din of Kovan HaMelech. Aliyah Navi was Vaishana says Mosna. The answer is that's Malachim was alive. After he dies, then there's no din of Kovan for the Melech after he dies. So that's what the Marsham quotes from his brother. He said the same by the Rambam. There's a din of Kibarav of Russia. That's when the father was alive. After the father dies, no longer, if he was a Russia, there's no longer a din of Kibarav. That's a discussion in in in, um, in Poskim. The Minchas Chinuch has the Shaila Halacha Lamaisa, and the Maram Shik has it. Shuba. Others talk about it. Tavares is all. Mishnayis talks about it. What's the nature of the mitzvah of Kibur Aviyim? Is it a mitzvah bin Adam Lamakim or mitzvah bin Adam Lachavei? Is it a mitzvah bin Adam Lachavei? Your debt of gratitude to the person. 
because uh, he brought you into the world and he raised you and so on. Or is it merely a mitzvah be'an adam l'amakim? Because lo shushut from the eshba adam, hakadosh baruch hu aviviimo. And the Rebbeinu Shalom says that's the gemara kedushin. And then the first pair, Rebbeinu Shalom says if they'll be mekayim kibudav to their parents, they are considered as if they're mechabed me because I'm invisible. They have no way to be mechabed the Rebbeinu Shalom. And if they mizalzal and keep it up, I consider it as if they were mizalzal in the third shittif. I'm the third shittif with the two parents. So that's a shayla where the keep it up is ben adam l'amokam or ben adam l'amokam. So some say that it's both. So Kozman, the father, is alive. If I borrowed money from someone, I have to give him back the money, whether it's a tzaddik or a Russia. So you have to, if you owe a debt of gratitude to the father because he brought you into the world, so it doesn't make a difference whether it's tzaddik or Russia. But after he dies... And there's no, no shibud him to a mace once he's not alive. There's no shibud. So then it's only a mitzvah being Adam Lamakaim. So Ibn Shalom said, This shutaf, uh, he's not so happy about this shutaf. The Aviv Rosh If the father didn't do tshuva, so there's no kibrav lachamis. That's how they want to say. Anyway, so that's when Chizkiah Melech was Mavaza, his father, that his father should get a kapar. He didn't take him. Like it's due to a king. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, if the person had bizyanis by the kfura, the Gemara has a expectation. If they didn't say bekovedika has paid him, that's a bizyan for the mace. So that'll be part of the kapar. Or if it's raining the day that he's buried, so they were bizyanis, so they had a cut short. That a katrota has paid him. So this is also a similar yofel of a kapar. Yeah, one of the things that Chizkiah Melech did that was wrong, the Gemara says, Gimel, Chizkiah Melech did, she should do our master Chizkiah Melech. Gimel hold the law, the Chachamim agreed, Gimel hold the law. So one of the things that he did, that hold the law, it was Mavaza the father, that was hold the law. And one of the things that Loho the law was Iber Iber Nisim Benisim. He decided that he should make a Rishonim Uberis. He waited till after, before the end of Ador. You have to decide whether it's going to be a Rishonim Uberis. If Ador is over already, and it's already the first day of Nisim, and then you decide to make it into Adosheni, it's already Nisim. You have to make that declaration, has to make the declaration, before Ador comes to an end. So the Gemara says, and Chizkiah Melech didn't realize that. How can that be? That doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, no, Torah B'dish made a little mistake. It was the 30th day of Ador, they weren't going to make Rosh Chodesh Nisan until tomorrow. So the 30th day of Ador is still part of Ador. The year is not over yet. Nisan is the Chodesh Arishan. So he was he was ma'aber the shana on the yom shloshim shaladar, but since however right look over nisan, he could have made ador twenty nine days, and then the thirtieth day of ador would have been the first day of nisan. So even though they didn't make ador twenty nine, they made ador thirty days. Still, you're not allowed to declare on that thirtieth day that shana zutei mubaris and make another shen. So it says that they brought the korban pesach a month. After, because Chizkiah Melch insisted, he made a shanabu berries, and that was Shaloi Kedin. That was Shaloi Kedin, that was not Chal. So that year they, they brought carbon pestle the wrong day, that was wrong.
Gemara says when Alisha Hanavi was traveling around, so if people would invite him to stay by them, he would go. Shmuel Hanavi, when he was traveling around, he never ate by anybody. The Gemara says here on the, on the second wide line on Yudam at base. Arotzalihanas, a Tamachachma travels around and he agrees to eat by Balabatim Yehana. That's a proper practice like Alicia did. Shanivasalihanas, if he doesn't want to eat by anybody, wants to eat his own, Al Yehana, because that was Shmuel Ramasi had that practice. He wouldn't eat by anybody. Each, each practice is acceptable. Yet when he visited this, uh, this woman, so she said we should, she told her husband, we should be machnis orchim. What she say? Nasim loshan. We should make a room for him. Nasim loshan mita b'shulchan ikisei umenoira. That's how you do achnasas orchim. You have these kelim. You have mita. He should sleep on shulchan is a table and a chair. Umenoira. Sure. I think Rabbi Salvechik pointed out there's an Ibn Ezra. I think on Parshas Truma, some by the Mishkan. That uh, the purpose of the Mishkan is we should do Hachnos and Sorchem for HaKadosh Baruch So if you have a human being, then you need a mito separately and a kisei separately. You need a mito when he wants to sleep horizontally and wants to sit up vertically. So you need a kisei. The Rabbani Shalom doesn't need a mito and a kisei. So it just has Hini Mitos Shadosh Laimai. That's the... The Shulchan was the Shulchan. And then the Oren was the Mita, the Shechina was Sharon, the Oren. But you didn't need a Mita and a Kisei. You just needed the Shulchan and then the Menorah. And the Oren was the Mita with the, with the Kisei, was both. It was like she was Mikhaim Achnas Zorchim. That's why we are Mikhaim Achnas Zorchim <coughs> to invite the Shechina. <coughs> I think the Pesach says, Ish Kodesh Tomid. We have, this is a holy man, we should have him stay by us. So I think they say about one of the G'daylam. Uh I think the Chidor quotes this. Chidor lived in the 1700s he, in Italy. He died in the early 1800s, very early. So, um, so I think one of the G'daylam, when he was a teenager, always used to come to shore late after Aleinu when everybody was up to the Shir Shalyom. So uh, that's what they used to say about him. Kaddish over Alena Tommy. He comes after Alena all the time. Over Alena Tommy. Well, so you shouldn't daven on an elevated platform. You should, um, I had a chazan daven on an elevated platform. So the answer is, it's a dala dala tvachim, so it's like a new mokum. But the daven on top of an elevated thing, that's not uh, big enough, that's not right. There were shuls in Europe where they had mimamakim. They used to, the place where the chazan would daven would be lower than the ground level. Everybody else in the shul was sitting on one level, where the chazan stood was lower. Yorid lifnei ha-teva. That's the Loshan HaMishnah. Yorid lifnei ha-teva. It used to be lower down. But for sure it shouldn't be higher up. La Yispalel, you shouldn't daven on top of a step stool or something. You should daven b'mokam namuch. 
לפי שאין גבלס לפני המוקם. שנאמר, ממעמקים כבר שיחה, אין גבלס לפני המוקם. In the back of the Gemara, they have different comments from different גדולים. So they have... These were all people who happened to be alive in the late 1800s when the Vilna Shas was being printed. So they contacted them and they asked them, who wants to give the Chidushim? We'll be happy to print it. So somewhere here, they have comments from one of these Gidoyim. I think it's this one on page 46 after them, after the Maharsha. 46 after Maharsha. The pages, they change, they start the numbering again. So he quotes here. Who is this? The rabbi in Shavel. Shavel is a city in Poland. I remember when we were traveling in Poland, it took 45 minutes for the bus to go from one end of Shavel to the other, to the big city, 45 minutes. The other city is my mom is two by nothing. So he's this rabbi from Shavuot. What's his name? Yosef Zechariah Stern. I think he wrote Shavuot's Shavuot's also. So he quotes here a comment from one of the Yachreinim. When you say, let's say when they say, somebody died. So he said, you shouldn't say, es nishmas harav hagoin. You shouldn't give any titles. And he quotes this Lashon in the Gemara, and Gabbos Lefnei If you talk in the presence of the Baruch Shalom, you don't give any covet to a boss of a dumb. You should just say his name, Plani Ben Plani. Most people do not know that. They don't follow that uh, instruction. So they start giving a lot of titles. It's out of place. He's saying a tefillah to Rabbi Shalom. You shouldn't give any titles to the people. The line begins about 15 lines from the bottom. You have to keep your two feet together like Malochim. So there's Rabbi Yoyna on this. He says, a lot of, I remember when I was a little boy, there were a lot of Europeans who came over after the war. So they used to, a lot of them had to practice. Um, I think the Pusik says, the feet of the angels is like the feet of some animal. The animal happens to be a kosher animal. So a kosher animal has to be malagerim of his parasa. So uh, many had to practice that they wouldn't, keep the two feet together like this, they keep the two feet like a V, like a kosher animal. Raglein, regla yishonah, kikaf egel, I think. I think the post says kikaf egel. Egel has a split hoof in the middle. So the Rabbeinu Yoyne says that that's not proper. You should keep your feet together like this, not like this. Not supposed to be uh, separated. Hechaben es then the Gemara says, you have a posseg chumash lo sochlo al hadam. It's a very unclear posseg. The Gemara has many different levels of interpretation 
And that pasuk is that Gemorim, they don't tell you where it's in Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin somewhere, I forgot already. So the Gemara has different interpretations. You're not allowed to eat before you daven shachris. Then the Gemara has another interpretation. Uh, if the Sanhedrin of 23, Sanhedrin Tana, gave din in the fashas, they're not allowed to eat the rest of the day. After you put someone to death, you're not allowed to eat. So the Gemara says, so it's, they recommend you shouldn't put him to death in the morning. Then you have to fast the whole day till, till the night time. So they say the Besan would wait until late in the afternoon. Then they would give the Einish Misa. And then they would fast the next hour or two till the end of the day. But the Seichel dictates, don't, don't give him the death penalty in the morning. Don't make the Gmardin in the morning. Once you give the Gmardin, then it's Inu Adin, you have to give him the Misa. So that's also included in the Pasuk. Then another din la sechla adam. You're not allowed to eat a korban before you do zrika sadam. Zrika sadam is machsha the korban and is mata the basam achila. It's a chatos the kohanimit or shlamim the bailamit. So no one's allowed to eat any of the korban before they do zrika sadam. What else la sechla al adam? The Ramban Chomish writes pshutos shal mikra la sechla al adam. These are all additional levels of interpretation. These are not pshutos shal mikra. The Ramban says what's pshutos shal mikra? So there was a practice that the herb the Avodah had. They would shecht an animal. And they knew that ki adam hu anefesh, that the blood circulates and the body keeps all the animals alive. So, uh, and they knew that there's no such thing as spontaneous generation. Life can't come from, from nothing. So the Rabbi Shalom had, you have to believe in God, that God, that's the, the, um, the communists were all atheists. They didn't believe in God. So if you don't believe in God, how can life begin? So everything happened by itself. But uh, life can't come. There's no such thing as spontaneous generation. So they commissioned their uh, scientists to disprove Pasteur. Louis Pasteur established that there's no such thing as spontaneous generation. Life can only come from life. So you have to have a God to make the original life. So they paid their scientists a lot of money. They should prove that they can be. Chuck, they prove for money, you can prove anything. So they prove. I remember I had Professor Soloveitchik for chemistry. That's Rabbi Soloveitchik's brother, Shmuel Soloveitchik. So he used to live right across the street. So he said uh, the Rambam in the Sefer Mitzvahs and the Mishnah Torah, the Rambam Hilchis Bacholos Asuras, talks about the different shrotsim that are awesome. So the Gemara says, Ochel Putisa Lok Arban, the Mola like a Chamish Tzira Lok there's some insects that if you eat them, you get six times malchus. Why do you get six times malchus? So Rashi and Taisus and the Geonim and the Ramban, they all say the same shot. You have to look in the Chumash, how many times does it repeat that you're not allowed to eat a sherit? So if it says five times, you get five times malchus. The Ramam disagrees. The Ramam says you only get, you only get many times malchus if the shame is mechlokin. If you have the same posik repeated many times over, it only counts as one love, and you don't get many love. So how do you ever get six times Malkus? Tzira, look, if you eat a Tzira, you get six times Malkus. And Ramam says, if it's a Sheretz Ha'oretz, there's one Malkus. If it crawls on the ground. If it's a Sheretz Ha'oretz, if it flies in the air, there's one times Malkus. And if it's a Sheretz Ha'maim, if it swims in the water, that's one times Malkus. And then the Ramam says, if it flies and it swims, and it crawls on the ground, then you get three times Malkus. And oh. the Ravid said, there is no such animal. 
He makes fun of the Rambam. He calls the Rambam a collector. The Rambam is collecting animals that don't exist. No such animal that it flies and it swims and it crawls on the ground. So that's the question, what are they fighting about? Okay, it's what to discuss about that. So the Rambam is, is trying to figure out what are the six times Malkus. See, those are the three. It's a Sheretz HaOretz and a Sheretz HaOif and a Sheretz HaMaim and it's spontaneously generated. So there's a separate love on a Sheretz that's spontaneously generated. And then the Rambam writes in the, in the uh, Sefer Mitzvah. And don't tell me that no such thing, spontaneous generation. Anybody who knows the ABC of science knows that there is such a thing as spontaneous generation. So the Rabbana felt very bad after Louis Pasteur proved that no such thing. What are we going to do with that Rambam? So uh, when the Russian scientists were commissioned by the communist government, by the atheists, that they should disprove uh, Pasteur, that there is such a thing as spontaneous generation. So the Rabbanim and some of the Rabbanim were jumping panjoy. We just saved the Rambam. So this uh, professor, Shmuel Salvation, said, what are they jumping from joy? <laughs> they proved, because they're atheists. That's why, that's part of their Rabbanim Zara. They don't believe in God, that's why. You, you shouldn't be happy because uh, they proved that there is such a thing as spontaneous mm-hmm. generation. So the Rambam quotes the Gemara, in the, in the Sefer Mitzvah, the Rama has 14 guiding principles that determine what belongs in the Sefer Mitzvah and what not. When do you count it as one love? When do you count it as many love? So Shorish Tess is one of the more famous Shorosh. Most of them are not too well known. Shorish Tess is one of the famous ones. So he writes in Shorish Tess that if you have a Pasuk, and Shultur Shalmika is one thing, and then you have the Torah Shemal Peh has additional levels of interpretation, but it's obvious that that's not Pshutur Shalmikro, so then you're only loika on the Pshutur Shalmikro, you're not loika on the additional levels of interpretation. That's what the Gemara says, Lav Shebech Lolos, ain't loika malo. What do you mean, Lav Shebech Lolos? So the Ramam says, Gam Zekolul Bahalav. This also is included in the Lav, but it's not Pshutur Shalmikro, that's called Lav Shebech Lolos. So he said, all of these... So the Hedron should need the day that they gave the Nefar. should need a carbon before you do his Rikas Adam. Should, when you shech the behemoth, the animal's still jumping around. should need the flesh carbon, should take the also included in the Tzoch Adam. So the Ramam said, these are all additional levels of interpretation. This is not Pshut Roshon. What is the Pshut Roshon Nikra? So the Ramban Achumish claims the Pshut Roshon Nikra is that the Ovdi Avodazara knew that's why they used to have sex orgies by all the religions in the days of the Tanakh. Why? Because they knew that babies are born and chiyos, it must be from God because they know something it doesn't happen by itself. So they felt that uh, engaging in sex has to do with the religion, has to do with the God. Bringing babies into the world, bringing new living beings into the world must have something to do with God. So the Ramban Chumash writes that there used to be, they used to have, they used to have a practice they would slaughter an animal and then have a puddle of dam would collect in the middle and they would sit around, up there was always sit around it and they would eat the meat and that's the Yisrael, you're not allowed to sit with the puddle of blood in the middle because that had something, that was a minig for Avodizar. So that's the, he thinks that's Pshutu Shondikra. The Ramam does not seem to write like that. The Ramam seems to have understood the Pshutu Shondikra goes on a Bensorah Mor. Morris says, included in the Pasuk is the laugh of Ben Saramar. But Saramar gets first Malchus, Achille Bishoina, then if he repeats it again, then he gets the death penalty. 
But ain't urchim came asir, and you can't give malchus, you can't give misa unless the person violated a loisese. What aver did he violate? He stole money from the father. He stole money from the father. So that's the loisese. No. The loisese is that he ate. He ate the, the intoxicating wine. Bananas asarar mareh means that he's eating flesh like a gangster and he's drinking wine like a gangster. So where's there a love to eat like a gangster with a, with a bunch of. Uh, Gangster friends. So the Ramam said, the Gemara said, this is the love. You're not allowed to eat in such a way that it may lead you to be, uh, either lead you to become a murderer, to kill other people, because he won't have enough money, and then he's going to kill people to steal their money to, to supply the meat and the wine. Or the shouldn't eat in such a way that you may become Chayav Misa. So the Ramam seems to say in Shorish Tess that that's the Pshutu Shalmika. Pshutu Shalmika goes on on the Ben um, Mora. That's quite a Chiddush. The Ramban sounds a little more reasonable. Pshutu Shalmika goes to eat and over there's our practice to eat with the puddle of Dam in the middle and the Dam represents the Chiyas of the animal. And uh, in life, bringing animals into life, bringing people into life has to do with, uh, with uh, the deity. The Meiri, in the end of Bab Metziah, there's a Gemara in the end of Bab Metziah, talks about Lapsha Bechlolis. So the Meiri raises a question. There's a Machlekes, the Rambam, and other Rishonim, and the Rambam came up with a big Chiddush, that to daven once a day, every day, is a Din Menatur. You're obligated to daven. The Gemara has on the first daven, Tainus, Eliyav de Bechol Avachem, what's Avodah Shebelev? Avodah Shebelev is Tfilo. So the Ramam understood that that's uh, not an asmacht, it's a real din deraisa. You mukhib to daven once a day, every day. Adigmar says, Tfila is only the Rabbanon. So the Ramam says, the fact that you daven three times a day, on Shabbos Yantiv, daven four times a day, Yom Kippi, daven five times a day, you had Ne'ila, in addition to Musaf, that's mid the Rabbanon. And the particular Nusachat Tfila, the text that we say, that's mid the Rabbanon. But the, the, but the framework of the daven, should begin with. Shevach and end off with Hoidoya, and the middle the essence of the Daven is the Bakasha. The framework is the Raisa, and the Daven once a day is the Raisa. So the Miri and the Ramban and Sefer Mitzvah disagrees. It says, Tfilah B'chol Yom is only made the Rabban, and Tfilah B'eis Sora. When there's an epidemic, when there's a flood, when there's a Mohammed, Tfilah B'eis Mohammed, that's a Din der Raisa. But Tfilah every day is only the Rabban. So the Miri raises a question. Bishlam, if you're like the Rambam, that Tfilah B'chol Yom is there, I said, and you can say, L'soch L'oladam, L'soch L'kodeshet, Tis Pavel Wadimchem, is a real din there, I said, M'chiv to daven once a day, every day, you're not allowed to eat before you daven Shachrit, and not late before you eat. You have to daven at least once a day, you have to daven before you eat. But according to the Rambam, so he said, according to the Rambam, he can visualize that this is a din there, I said. But if you all like the Ramban, if there's a Muhammad, if there's an epidemic or, or something like that, a flood, so how can you say this is not a dinner? I said, then it's only an asmachta, not to eat before davening. It will only be an asmachta. It can't be a real dinner. I said. So the Miri suggests maybe, even according to the Ramban, maybe it is a dinner. I said, but not that you're not allowed to eat before you daven, not allowed to eat before you say Kriyashma. But how does it fit into the word? So the Gemara says, If you're talking about the eat before Shachris, 
So you must follow al dimcham. You're asking the Rebbeinu Shem should keep you alive. But if you say it goes on eating before Kriyashma in the morning, how does that fit in with the word Aladam? I don't know. He doesn't explain it. But that's a shailah. Is that a dindaraisa or is that just an asmachta? We spoke about that. Okay. Then the next Mishnah. What does it say now? When you say Kriyashma Shal Laila, you have to be in a reclining position. When you say Kriyashma, when you have to stand. So they say, no. It says, but it says, the Torah doesn't tell you a specific position that you have to be in when you daven. There's a zman. You have to figure out when is the chidos hazman, when is the sof hazman. But it doesn't mean the position you have to be in. The Pesach says, The Taz and Simen Ches and Orachim quotes a medrash, that our Kodesh Boch is not like a Melech Bosov Adam. Melech Bosov Adam, when he sends a letter to his subjects, they will require of all the subjects, they should stand when they read the letter from the Melech. Like we mentioned, like in a Lababacha wedding, when they're going to announce, will everybody please stand up, because we're going to read a letter from the Rebbe. The Rebbe sent a Mazel Tov to someone who once got married, so, um, so they read that letter at every wedding. So because they treat the Rebbe like a melech, so everybody has to stand. <coughs> so the Taz quotes a medrash, HaKadosh Baruch is easy going. He doesn't require of you you should stand. It doesn't require you should be in a reclining position. He doesn't require of you you need atifa. Whatever you want to have, come as you are. He can't say a pasuk and get erva, but uh, come as you are, you recite Krishna. So that's what Absolvechik said. His grandfather had the practice, Rabbi Chaim had the practice, that he would only do atifa, put the talus over his head, for Dabisha Bikdusha, that's Achreinim say it like that. Achreinim have a machlaikis where the reciting Yud Gimel Midas in Slichas, Rosh Hashanah time, when he said Hashem Kavachmachanan, is that a Dabisha Bikdusha or not? So what's an Afkamina? So they say three Afkaminas, one Afkamina where they need a minion, Dabisha Bikdusha need a minion, another Afkamina where they need Amida. Because there's a Yerushalmi that says um, one of the Shoftim killed Eglam Melech Mayav. No, he stabbed him. He went in with a, a knife and he said, Valakim Liam Amelech. I have to have a message from God. So Eglam stood up out of respect for Dvalakim Liam Amelech and then he stabbed him and he ran away. Eud Ben Gera, I think, I forgot already who. One of the Shoftim, he stabbed him. So we said, Valakim Leila Melech is still up. So there's a Bishami that says, from that Pasuk you see that whenever you have a Dovisha Big Dusha, you have to stand up. Magan Avram quotes Darizal that he said it's a Tos Seifer in the Bishami. So that's what the Sephardim have the practice. They usually will not stand for Dovisha Big Dusha. The Chazan that says Kaddish will stand when he's saying Kaddish, but the Tzibor, when they're listening to him, will not stand up. Unless a Kaddish a Tovsameumat, let's say they were saying Halal. So the minigas, they say halal in a standing position. So everybody's saying halal standing. And then the chazan says the kaddish after halal. 
So then, since they were standing, so they, so they continued to stand. But let's say the Chazan said, Chazor Sashatz, and everybody was sitting. So then they continued to sit doing Chazor Sashatz. Even though the Gemara says, Chazor Sashatz, the Rabbi Shabbat Dusha, so they followed that reason, that, uh, that that Yerushalmi is a Tosef. So the, um, so Rabchaim's practice was that for Borchu and for Kaddish, he would stand, because it's a Dovish Bigdusha, then he would take his talus off from his head, he wouldn't keep it on for Kriyashma, because in the din, Kolodim Kori Kedarka, Belach Dechavadera, Kolodim Kori Kedarka, and if you're going to leave the Atifa on, then you're demonstrating as if you have to have a special way, you have to be dressed up specially, for the purpose of reciting Kriyashma, and that's what the Medrash that the Taz quotes is in Maches. The Rabban Shalman does not demand Atifa. It's not like a Melech Basodam who demands Amida and Atifa. Rabban Shalman is easy going, doesn't require. Kol Adam Kari Kedark. Belech Dachabadera, Kol Adam Kari Kedark. Then, the Gemara in the end of the first parak in Yavamis has a debate whether also Bishamik Kedivim or Loy also Bishamik Kedivim. Bishamik were outvoted. Bishamik and Bizil learned in the same base Medrash, and they they disagreed on many issues. And the Bishamik was always in the Miut. Bishamik was the Bishamik when Bechadaditve. They were bigger geniuses than Bizil, so the geniuses are always in the Miut. Rather, the people are not geniuses. So in addition to all the other machlokes in Beisham, so there was another machlokes. The Seacher Rabban Lahato is even if the miut even if the miut was outvoted by the Roiv, are known to be bigger geniuses than the Roiv. So the Beishamai, that's what the Gemara says in the end of the first parak in Yevamos. Beishamai were of the opinion that if the miut is machadaditve, then the rule of Acher Rabban Lahato does not apply. So he said, no, it can't be. It can't be. If if the if there's a machlokes, Absalvechi gave this marshal. He said, if the whole RCA, the Rabbinical Council of America, will say one way, and my grandfather Rabchaim will say the other way, I'll follow my grandfather. He's not going to follow. <laughs> he can't outvote Rabchaim. If you're in a different league, if it's a different league, legamri different. But we're in the same league as the Beishamai. They were they were geniuses and they were not geniuses. So that was a machlekes b'sham and b'sulif, not in a different league, but the mechadaditvei the yisteach rab lahatasanat. So that was a machlekes. So then the Gemara has a discussion at the end of the first parak in in Yevamis, whether also b'sham b'kidibem, aloy also b'sham b'kidibem. Did they follow? Did they follow their sheet against the b'sulif or not? So the Gemara quotes this Mishnah. Amar Rab Tarfin, Rab Tarfin followed b'sham. He was a Talmud of the Bishan. You see, Baba Derech, he tells you, Likras, Kedivrei Beishamai. Here, Rabbi Kivega tells you, look in Yivah, Mestaf Yudalad, the Gemara with the Tais of Beishamai. Rabbi Tarfan was a Talmud of the Beishamai. He followed Beishamai's opinions. So he put his life Bishakana when he said, Kriyashma at night, he was in a reclining position. They were traveling on a highway and and the gangsters could have murdered him at that time. Sikantari Atzmim, they at least him. They could have killed him. So they told him, Omer Eloi, they told him, Kedahi Yisraeloch B'Yatzmecha, Avalta Adere Beisilu, you're not allowed to do like Beishama. We don't pass like Beishama. You're not supposed to follow that opinion. So the Gemara says, he was from the Beishama, and also Beishama Kedere. So he did follow his opinion. So the Gemara here has a brisa about seven lines in. 
Shiftacha bevesech and patlo esek be mitzvah, the Shev is the doch, or belech is the doch. The chop sofis and Shiftacha, or belech the chop adech, the chop sofis and belech the chop, tells you that only be Shev is the doch, or belech is the doch. But if you esek be mitzvah, then you put them in a mitzvah. You're not mukhiyib to be mopsik in the middle of the first mitzvah in order to do the second mitzvah. And then the ritvah adds on in sukkah on davchafei. The Mishnah talks there about oisik bin mitzvah patamana mitzvah. A guy is going, guy is going to learn in the yeshiva. The yeshiva is going to begin the after sukkahs. And it's going to take him a week of traveling. So he's traveling and he's going to have to sleep in the sukkah on chalamoid. He's going to go out of his way. And he's Isaac ben Mitzvah. Usually, if a person is learning, let's say a person is learning all day by so he doesn't have to dab mincha, he doesn't have to say tehillah. No, Isaac ben Mitzvah, Potaman Mitzvah applies to every other Mitzvah other than Talmud Torah. If you're Isaac ben Talmud Torah, you're not Potaman Mitzvah. The Rishalmi says because Liman Torah is Lilman Amanas Lasos. So if the guy's going to learn all day long and not going to do the Mitzvahs. That takes away from the Talmud Torah. <laughs> Doing the mitzvah, the mitzvahs are sort of in competition with each other. We view them as if they're in competition. So if you're Isaac, you mean it's a, you're not mukhayib to do mitzvah B. But if mitzvah B enhances mitzvah A, so it's a hemshech. So any mitzvah that you'll do in the middle of learning will enhance the learning, makes the learning at the learn It's not, it's not, you're not stopping one mitzvah to do another. You're making the learning into learn <laughs> Shalita Maisa. It's a, they, the Achronim quote, it's a, the Rishonim quote. It's a Yushalmi like that, but it's a Babli also. It's a Gemara, the first parak in Moed Cotton. The Gemara says, let's say there's a Sheva Brochus in, in, in New Jersey. Or the, one of the boys in Yeshiva got married, got a Sheva Brochus in Connecticut, so they have a van that's going to take. They need people to go to dance to make it. Lebedek, a wedding or Sheva Brochus. If the boys in Yeshiva are not going to go to dance, it's going to be uh, an empty simcha. So I want to learn. I'm interested in learning. Am I mechuyiv to go? So if my presence is going to make him so happy because I was his rabbi, so then it's a mitzvah. The other people are going to go and not, not going to make him that happy. But if I'm just another bacher in the yeshiva, I don't have anything special relationship with him. And they're going to, the van is going to be full. There's a room for 25 people in the van. They're going to get, they'll get 25 volunteers who are prepared to go dance the whole night at the wedding or at the Shavu Brachas. So it's a mitzvah, then you say, then you do say, Ho'isik B'Talmud Torah is part of from doing the mitzvah. You have to dab mincha, you have to dab mincha, you have to eat matzah, you have to shake a lulu, you can't say Ho'isik B'Mitzvah, so that's the Babli has that in the first parak in Moed Kot. But they were all the Rishonim quoted from the Rishalmi, and the Rishalmi gives that's the reason. Because Lilmud has to be Lilmud Amanas Lasas. So the Gemara has two psukim, the two chav sofisim. Belech techob adeh, b'shif techob adeh, b'shif techob adeh, b'shif techob adeh, b'shif techob adeh, why do you need two psukim to teach you the same thing? The Gemara says, no, because the second one is HaKonis HaSapsulom. HaKonis HaSapsulom, He's going to do the mitzvah of Birishonah. Birishonah is considered Bias mitzvah. Why is that a Bias mitzvah? When a man is married to his wife, there's a chiyavayna all the time, not only the first Birishonah. Why is that called the Bias mitzvah? It's a tesis in Ksubis. On the first pair of tesis, why is it called Bias mitzvah? Because the Gemara Sanhedrin has an expression, 
Enisha caresses bris elanisha osa osa keli. The woman uh, makes a bris with her husband means that they get to love each other more. If it's the one who who first had the tashmish with the woman, also it's okay when when he has that. So that's called the bias mitzvah because that clinches the, their marriage. The bias clinches the marriage. So the Gemara says if the fellow is ma- marrying a besula, so she never had tashmish before. So if she's already alman or a grusha, she was once married before. So she knows how to do tashmish. He doesn't know he's getting married for the first time. He doesn't know he's going to fumble. He doesn't know. But if she was married before, so she'll guide him, so she knows what to do. But if she's a psula, and, and he's uh, also, he was never with a woman, so he's going to be nervous about doing the mitzvah, be Rishayna later on. So that's also called, that's a chiddush, that's called Isaac the mitzvah, potman mitzvah. He's not just nervous. He's not doing any mitzvah now. He's nervous because an apprehension of, of the mitzvah. So the Gemara says, Chos and Laila Harishan, that's later. Chosan Laila Harishan, after he gets married, is Potter from Kriyashma. Usually they dove married at the wedding. So the Chosan Davin's married before he marches down the aisle. This time of the year, it depends whether you get married the summer or the winter. You get married, uh, Nishki is 8.30, so you're probably going to dove married after the wedding. But uh, but if you, this time of the year, Nishki is early, so they're going to dove married before. So the Chosan is nervous already then. So uh, Rashi, Rashi in the beginning of the Mesich, this says, their pract- in the days of Rashi and Tesis, the practice used to be they used to dab mar before Tesis HaKochovim. So Tesis raises, Rashi raises the issue. How would they go? say, the Mishnah says, you only heard to Kriyashmam. Shoshokan Machnosim Lechol B'Chumosim. You have to say Kriyashma after Tesis HaKochovim. They're davening too early. So Rashi says the answer is, you're right. He's not yet say Kriyashma then. So why do you say Kriyashma? In order to be nichnas to the tefillah mitoch divrei Torah. But you're not yet say Kriyashma. So when are you going to say Kriyashma? You're going to say Kriyashma alamita. So that's what they say. Rashi lishitose. Rashi understands why is the chasem patam Kriyashma laila harishan. When is he going to say Kriyashma? Right before he goes to sleep. So he's just about to do the birishayna. Not that he's davening Mairev in, in the wedding before he marches down the aisle, before he does the Badekin. Before he does the Badekin, hours in advance. He's, he's making the Badekin at the 5 o'clock, at 4 o'clock. He's not nervous then. He's going to get home at 12 o'clock. He's going to have the Birishana later. But Rashi Lishitasa understands the mission like that. That's what they quote. Rashi in, in the Rishani quote that from Rashi. The Rashi Lishitasa holds that that's the way, that was the practice in the days of the Tanoim. They used to dab, that's historically questionable. Days of the Tanan, that was also the practice. That they used to dab married before Tzayseqam, then they repeated Kriyashma later. Pashta says that they dab married later. But Rashi claims that not so. Rashi claims they dab married early, and everybody had to say Kriyashma again before they go to sleep. And then he's always taking B'mitzvah, because he's, he's nervous about the B'rishayna. And we mentioned the Melchamas had a comment. We mentioned it again. The Gemara has a drasha on the Chops of his of the Shiftachot, the Chops of Shabbos Didoch, Ubalachas Didoch. So he raised the question so what are you dashing from Bishoch Bechot Bekumechot? What about those two Chops of his? It's all in one Pasik. So the Ramban said the Chops, an original, interesting Chirish. He says, 
Because usually when we establish dinim, we establish all the dinim, different gemara, we establish all the dinim based on how right ben Adam would do things. But here, because it says, it depends on the miyot ben Adam. When the miyot ben Adam go to sleep, and when the miyot ben Adam wake up. So the b'nei melochem on the miyot ben Adam. So we say, you can say, kriyash mashal shachris, until shalashah is bayo, halochem kereb yeshua. That's the miyot ben Adam. And according to Taisa, according to the first Taisa Masichta, you can say Kriyash Mashalayla after Plaga Mincha. Who's gone to sleep after Plaga Mincha? Plaga Mincha is before the Shkia. An hour and a quarter before the Shkia. So some people are going to sleep at that time. So Kriyash depends on the Miyud Ben Yodim as opposed to the Rabbinon. <coughs> so Ramban thinks that that was the Chachamim picked that up from the Chav Sophis. That's a question. Why do we say that Bochum are traveling to the yeshiva? The Gemara says in Sukkot, so the Bochum are traveling to the yeshiva. It's going to take a whole week till they get there. So they don't have to go search out uh, a Sukkot to go to sleep. It'll take them extra time. It's going to take away from there. They want to go to the yeshiva. So wherever they can rent a room in a hotel, they should go to sleep. They're not mukhiv to go search out uh, a Sukkot. So why is that true? Isaac Mitzvah doesn't apply if he's Isaac in Talmud Torah. The wife is traveling to learn in the yeshiva. That's a different mitzvah, correct? So when you're learning, that doesn't part to you from sleeping in the sukkah, from eating in the sukkah. But when you're going to the yeshiva to learn, that's, we treat that as if that's a different mitzvah. And that can be, you will be part of from that because Isaac Mitzvah. You're on your way to travel to the yeshiva, so you're part of in a mitzvah. That you have to... Um, give some kind of an explanation. Why is it learning Torah doesn't part to you from eating in the sukkah? But traveling to the yeshiva to learn Torah, the hachonah to learn Torah, that does part to you. Why should that be so? Hmm. But that's what he put together, the Mishnah and sukkah. Mishnah and sukkah goes, the guy's traveling to learn in the yeshiva, so he's potter from davening. The whole week is potter from davening. Okay, maybe we will stop here. So again, this Sunday, as again, a Yotzim in This Sunday, I have to give a shir in New Jersey for the OU, for Kashra, so I have to give the shir at uh, 9 o'clock in the morning. All people will be able to come. And what are we up to? We have uh, we have one topic to finish at the end of the Mesifta. Chochem Sha'asar here. I want to talk about the Sama Gimel on the days, about ten lines or so from the Tab Chacham Shetime and Chaver Shalatat Oser and Chaver Shalatat. I want to speak about that a little bit, not too much. And then the rest is, it's all good, I got it there. It's all very good. And then I want to go back to Dav Chavav, the Tfilas HaShachar. So we'll do so. Sunday, this Sunday is 9 o'clock.